0: Welcome back to Culture Scuba! In this short series of explorations, we've examined three elements from modern-day pop culture. We've looked at the impact of Vine on our linguistics, the benefits people have been seeing from playing Dungeons & Dragons, and the precarious nature of parasocial relationships with the increasing presence of social media in our lives. On this fourth and final episode, let's take what we found and see what all these have in common. In our first episode, I had asked a few college students to talk about their favorite vines. I was surprised to hear that almost everyone I spoke to did the same funny thing. Without a title that would succinctly describe the vine the interviewees wanted to reference, most everyone forwent a description and instead simply went for reenacting it. This could partly be because acting out a six second video may be more efficient than full on describing it, and it's the next best thing from using a title. However, the way that people reference Vines is consistent with how people use and reference all sorts of memes, including text posts and even sound bits from songs. This led us to a conclusion that the best way that we involve memes in our language is to simply invoke their imagery ourselves. But now let's ask, what's the point of doing that? In our second episode, we learned about the tabletop role-playing game Dungeons & Dragons. More specifically, we learned about the social benefits of playing D&D, such as required socialization, cooperation, vulnerability, improvising, and more. I had also mentioned that in our current pandemic-ified landscape, the game has been effective in bringing and keeping people together when they may not be able to do so physically, thanks to its flexibility in online platforms. But why are people who never would have known about this nerdy pastime flocking to it, and better yet, sticking with it as the world slowly begins to open up again? In our third and previous episode, we discussed parasocial interactions and the relationships formed from them, those one-sided bonds people may feel with public figures. We explored what they are, why they're becoming more and more common, and what to do to navigate parasocial interactions healthily. But again, there's more to this. Why bother thinking about this parasocial stuff? Why should we care if we really want to be friends with an influencer who liked our tweet that one time? Well, my hypothesis is that these topics are all about community, about camaraderie and closeness to other people. These are each expressions of our desire, no, our need, to both understand and be understood. Using imagery to reference memes allows us to more vividly experience and remember them, strengthening the bonds we have through what we find funny. Playing role playing games gives us the space to be vulnerable with others and work together towards common goals, as frivolous and fictional as they may be. It's common and dangerous to fall into a false sense of security with parasocializing, but it's testament to how dedicated we are when seeking connection and social fulfillment. I really do think that. What ties all these things together is coming together and creating community. So all in all, this little quest to explore modern pop culture and see why we do some of the wacky things we do has proved pretty illuminating for me. Pop culture is, at least from what we could glean from three episodes together, about the pop. That is, about the people and the togetherness that comes from doing things together, whether it's referencing vines, playing D&D, or getting attached to influencers. I want to take a moment to thank you for listening to not just today's concluding episode of Culture Scuba, but for joining me on this whole journey. Thank you very, very much, and may your future explorations prove to be just as fun and fruitful as the ones we've had together. We'll